Welcome to the Bub Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson, and joining me today is Chloe Walsh, who is working with us this summer as our assistant producer, and she's also our guest today. Welcome to the show, Chloe. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. So today we're talking about sorority recruitment. Everyone that I know, because we just had seniors that graduate, have daughters that are preparing for it, and they're getting their outfits together and getting their recs and the letters together and everything. And Chloe just completed her first year at the University of Texas and went through all this one year ago. So she's going to tell us all about her experience. I'm so excited today. I'm credible to speak to you all about this because I had a perfect rush, meaning that each day I was invited to go back to the maximum number of houses and I'm super excited to talk about it. I know it's a huge, people look at it as stressful, but it's really something to be excited about and have great conversation with girls and I can't wait to get into it with y'all. Well, I always say it's kind of like dating you. It's a mutual back and forth. If it's the right fit, you Mm -hmm. just know in your heart. Mm -hmm. If it's not, it's okay. Just move on, you know, no loss. Just, it's so important to find that place where you feel Mm -hmm. good about yourself. Right. Absolutely. Okay, so let's just get into it. I know what y'all are stressing about the most is outfits. And (laughs) the best advice I can give y'all is to start shopping now because I remember I waited to get my outfits altered and I needed to get them altered for the week. And some great places are Anna's Alterations. um, Also, Unique Tailors are some great places. So yeah, I think I'm going to go through the day-by-day breakdown about outfits. So I'm going to preface it with I am at the University of Texas and I'm a Pi Beta Phi there. So my experience will mainly be from Texas. First day is open house and opening convocation day. This day was a day that we wore workout clothes and you don't see any of the houses. So no sorority girls see you at all. And the Rogams or the girls who disassociate from their sororities are basically your guide throughout the week. They're helping you... um, like deal with the app that they give you to make when you when eventually you have to make the cuts for the houses. And so these are called the Rogams. Um, let me ask a quick question because, mm-hmm. I mean, it was a very long time ago that I went through Rush myself, <laughs> but we didn't have those first two days. Like we actually went mm-hmm. to the houses. How are you taking a look at them? Is it on video? You, they, so they, the Rogams walk you, take you on a walking tour of each house. Oh. So definitely wear comfortable shoes. Girls wore like hokas or their Nike running shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you will go back to it was called the UTC, which is the teaching center at Texas. And we watched 13 videos of the 13 different sororities. And it was, the videos were just the sorority girls giving an intro like, hey, this is our sorority. This is our philanthropy, like blah, blah, blah. So then after that, you make your first round of cuts. And that's on open house day. The next two days are philanthropy days. These are the days, the first time you get to go to the house, depending on the college, if there are more sororities, you might have three philanthropy days. Like I know Alabama had three, but Texas only had two. So you could have like X amount of houses on the first day and then like majority of your houses the second day or vice versa. It just depends. Um, but that first philanthropy day, your I wore the t-shirt Texas gave us. It said like Texas Panhellenic on it super cute (laughs) um (laughs) but I wore a white Lululemon athletic skirt and then that was the first day and then the second day and then I I aired out that t-shirt the first day because you're (laughs) it's hot yeah (laughs) Yeah, I sprayed it with perfume um (laughs) but the second day I wore like a cuter skirt that I got from Baldwin Bread and it was like a skirt in the front and shorts in the back but a bunch of girls wore like revolve white bottoms or um different brands so those 
or for the philanthropy days. Okay. Moving on is sisterhood. So this was my personally, my favorite round of rush just because um, the energy is like super high. It's like the first day that you get to wear a dress. So this dress can be um, cocktail length and it's usually no, like try not to show any um, cutouts or like super, super tight. It's really just more of a cute, bright colored sundress. Um, And I linked in the blog post a bunch of... um, cute inspirations for these dresses anything like super bright colorful flowy for sisterhood round and um for texas we were narrowed down to six because after your two days of philanthropy you make a cut Mm -hmm. so then the houses if they want you back you will go to those for sisterhood it's usually a shorter um day but longer conversations at sisterhood okay and then for sisterhood i also wore like comfortable cute tennis shoes then after sisterhood, you make your cut down to two for pref night. Pref night is more of an emotional night. Um, I wore a black dress for pref night, but depending on your college, some colleges, they'll tell you, will be colorful dresses. But Texas, we wore black dresses with heels. And I'm going to get into it later. But for your bag that Texas gives you that you carry from house to house, I put flip flops in my bag because <laughs> heels. I was not about to walk no, Austin in you heels. Not walk around in those. Um, so yeah, that's kind of an overrun on the outfits for each day, and then bid day is wear your favorite favorite dress because you're going to get a million photos in it that you will frame and put in your dorm. Um, super bright, colorful sundress, kind of like sisterhood, but I would do the dress you like more on bid day, and then those were comfortable tennis shoes, like cute sneakers because you're running to the house from the UTC. (laughs) (laughs) Well, a lot has changed since my day. I mean, that's very interesting to hear how it's changed because we were in person all day, every day. Mm -hmm. And that crazy energy that you're talking about when they're singing, (laughs) clapping and lining up in rows that went on every day that we went. It was rather overwhelming. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know you kind of have to adjust your eardrums. (laughs) yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, so I thought it was interesting. You also were talking with me about jewelry and mm-hmm. you had a really good idea about jewelry. Okay, yeah. So jewelry is such a fun aspect of Rush because the first philanthropy days you're wearing a t-shirt. So jewelry is really the only way that you can show your personality. Um, one of my favorite accessories I wore was a necklace from Jenny Baker Designs that had my name on it. And it was white letters and like pearl. And I thought it was so smart because you're not just meeting the sorority girls in the house, but you are walking around Austin with all of the other rushies. And it's such a fun way to meet people. A lot of girls are like too caught up in, oh my gosh, what am I going to talk about in the sorority house? When really you could be making friends like outside of the sorority house, just walking around and having that my name on my necklace, I think helped some girls who totally didn't remember my name. Be of like, course. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was a fun way. Also, I went with like more just simple um, studs for my earrings because sometimes you're running from house to house. And if you have big swinging earrings, it can be <laughs> kind of a hassle. Kind of weigh you down. Right. Um, <laughs> that makes sense. Just like fun bracelets. Um, Gemma Collection is one of my favorite jewelry stores. It's in Snyder Plaza. And then, like I said earlier, Jenny Baker Designs is great jewelry for yeah. Rush. 
Perfect. Well, I know a lot of people get really stressed. They don't know what to talk about. And Mm -hmm. I just remember grinding my teeth so badly that my jaws just like (laughs) hurt so bad by the time bid day came up. But you actually have some really good tips on how to Mm -hmm. enjoy it. Okay. So how to enjoy rush. First of all, do not stress about the conversations because it's all in the sorority girl. They know what they're supposed to talk about with you. And it If it ever gets awkward, this is my favorite trick at all. I would (laughs) just ask them, like, where are your favorite study spots on campus? Or what are some great restaurants here? Or what are some, like, who was your favorite professor this year? I think that's such a great way to, like, um, move the conversation along. And if it's being awkward, totally, like, get a benefit out of it. I mean, you're there. You might as well find out good classes to take or great clubs to join or um, great study spots on campus. And that gets, it shows the sorority girl that you're interested in what she thinks. Sure. Sure. Um, Well, on the flip side, is there anything that you would say you should avoid as far as topics go? Yes. Avoid. It was like called the three B's. It was like boys, booze and Bars. Bars. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Avoid those um, conversations, but those, they're not brought up by the sorority girl. And if they are, that's typically a red flag. Um, (laughs) Maybe that's not the best place. Right. (laughs) But yeah, avoid the three Bs. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. Chloe, these are all really, really great tips. And I just want to talk about like kind of the the other side. Like, for example, you had a perfect rush, but not everyone gets that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And just how, how do the girls handle disappointment? Because a mm-hmm. lot of times they will feel like a place was a good fit for them and then maybe they get cut and they feel that devastation. Mm-hmm. But do you have any recommendations for anyone that's going through that? Yeah, absolutely. If you get cut from a sorority, it's not on you at all. It's more just... Maybe it wasn't the right fit. And at the end of the day, you're going to have friends in every sorority. Every sorority is a great sorority. You, you can't make a mistake. And also, one of my favorite quotes is, instead of stressing about something, be grateful for it. And if you really make your mindset that going in, like, instead of, oh, no, all these houses, what if I get cut? Like, just be grateful that you get to rush and that at the end of the day, you're going to end up with a great house of girls and you're going to have connections for life and just girls who love you and you can love on them and have a support system. Um, in my freshman dorm, there were four four different sororities represented on my floor and I loved each and every one of them. And so at the end of the day, I just think be grateful for the opportunity to rush. And if it didn't, doesn't work out, let's ponder on it for two minutes and then wipe it clear of our head and put a smile on her face and just be happy that we're there and um, just trust that you got cut by a house and it was meant to be and you will end up where you're supposed to be. Right. Well, it kind of goes back to that dating thing that I always like to refer back to is if it's not a mutual fit, you Mm -hmm. know, you're not going to be happy. So Mm -hmm. you have to want them as much as they want you Mm -hmm. to find that that perfect home, I guess. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. So we're all thinking about what to put in our little bag, our like our emergency kit, <laughs> the little things that we can carry with us while we're walking mm-hmm. around. And most places are pretty hot during this time of year. Mm-hmm. So tell us what you recommend us take along. Okay, here is what I recommended to put in my bag. It's also a bunch of these are linked on the blog post. So first things first, a mini fan. I know in Austin it gets so hot. And so having a mini fan is super key. A portable charger as well. A mini brush, perfume, um, comfy shoes. I'm 
touched on this earlier when I was talking about prep night, but comfy shoes to walk in between houses. Um, so I had a pair of flip-flops that I could just pop on after I left a house. Um, breath mints is a great idea. You're having lots of conversations <laughs> with lots of girls. Your mouth gets very dry. Right. Um, and also there's water outside of, I just thought about this. There's water outside of, there should be water outside of all of the sorority houses. Okay, so I was going to say, should we have a bottle of water right. too? But it's yeah, okay. that takes up a bunch of space in the bag. Sure. And so don't stress about that. Mini spray deodorant is a great idea. And then makeup wise, I did a mini powder and brush because you think you have more time. Like if I were to say to bring makeup, it would bring, it would be powder because you don't have as much time as you think to go into the house, like to get ready. And then last thing is oil blotting sheets. I get super oily. And so this was, you can get them at CVS. They're a lifesaver. That is such. So yeah, that's what I have in the bag. Well, perfect. (laughs) Well, Chloe has put together a blog post. that will be on bubblelounge.net and I'll link it in the show notes, but she's included some really great information. She's just kind of expanded our conversation here with lots of resources for you all. I want to go back to conversations because that's one of the main things that I hear a lot of the girls that are about to go through Rush say that they just, they're nervous. They don't know what to talk about. You're a very confident person. You're very easy to talk to, (laughs) but a lot of girls get nervous and they kind of clam up. Do you have any tips of how they can kind of mentally prepare what they would like to say to, in order to present their best selves? Mm -hmm. I would say definitely just think about what you want to put forward before you're walking into the house. You do have a lot of time like when you're lined up before the doors open to just sit there and think and I think that they really just want to see you and just see your most authentic self so I wouldn't don't think about what you think the sorority wants to hear sure I would just really focus on telling your own story and um and if it's a right fit for that house, the conversation should feel natural and exactly. it should feel like you're supposed to be there exactly. and that you're wanted. Um, and if it feels like it's fake almost, if the conversation feels like you're talking, but you're not saying anything fake or forced, right? I don't think that's the right fit. And rush is all about, you know, where does your heart want to go? Not about, um, what your mom went or what, um, you know, like, it should all just feel supernatural. Sure. Well, we've interviewed Shay Sides several times before. And one of the things that we joked about in our last interview was it would be really cool if they could just take the letters off the house. Right. And you li- it was like a blind test. Like you Absolutely. had no idea. Yeah. I think that that would make a huge difference because we all get caught up. I would almost say brand names. Like you hear these top houses and, mm-hmm. and you're, you kind of get hung up on, I have to be right. in that one instead of that one. Whereas it might not actually be the right fit for mm-hmm. you. I'm glad you brought that up because I was seeing the other day, top houses, what girls consider as a top house is so, um, it's all based on your perspective of like, okay, out of state girls are going to have different view of what's a top house and in-state girls or super tiny towns are going to have a different view on what's a top house. And also you just kind of have to decide for yourself, like, okay, are the kindest girls going to be the top house or like the prettiest girls or what the boys are saying is the top house. You kind of just have to decide for yourself. Okay. I want to be a part. Like for me, I want I joined Pi Fi because I have the utmost respect for the girls and the grade above me and the grade above them and the seniors who just graduated. And for me, in my mind, Pi Fi was the top house because those were the girls that I respected and right. wanted to be like. 
and were the kindest in my Well, that's so good that experience. you that you uh, were able to know so many people ahead of time. That makes mm-hmm. such a difference. Like when I went to OU, I only knew like one or two other people, and mm-hmm. I ended up going to the sorority that I wanted, and I was very mm-hmm. happy about that. But that's really neat that you knew so many because that makes mm-hmm. such a difference. And right. just kind of tying in with that, I've heard that the way uh, – Everyone gets to know each other now is pretty much on Instagram that everyone right. follows each other. And that mm-hmm. way you can kind of get a feel of what everyone's like. Mm-hmm. And it's funny you said that because going into college, it's like me and my friends talked about you follow each other on Instagram. Like you see the UT 27 on Instagram uh-huh. and you're like the best way to meet people. And like that first week um, when rush hasn't started and you're just in Austin is being like, up front and being like oh my gosh I follow you like we don't really know each other yet but it's so nice to meet you like and just like just being vulnerable and just not putting up walls because at the end of the day y'all both know you follow each other and you both know that you've seen each other's pictures and right well I would think that would be a good conversation starter because Mm -hmm. like if you went to Greece this summer you could talk about that absolutely yeah you can kind of get a peek into what what they were up to Mm -hmm. and talk about that I think that's awesome absolutely one thing that I remember when I went through Rush and, and I was on the other side is that it, there's a very intense process as far as matching up somebody that was a current member with a prospective new member and the way that the lines matched up mm-hmm. and you got synchronized with someone that you had something in common with. Mm-hmm. And I was just curious, do they still do that? Yes. Yeah, so I'm glad you brought that up. So the person that you're going to talk to in the house. So PNMs are potential new members and then current members are obviously the current members in the house. And so when you're walking in, they're not just going to put you with your best, like for example, they wouldn't just put me with my best Highland Park older friend on the right. first and the very beginning of sure. rush because I already know them. They want to show off their other members of the sorority. So you can really get a feel for the whole pledge class above you. So there's a whole process like behind the scenes for the soror- the current members And they will say you're on student council for like a Westlake school. Then they're going to put you with a PNM who was on student council at Highland Park. So you will have something to talk about or there will be something in common. Like you both were on a drill team together. Both were on the soccer team at different schools or so you will have something in common with the girl that you're talking to, which should ease the pressure of, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Like we have nothing. I don't even know this person, but it should flow up really naturally. Well, I've heard kind of uh, mixed information as far as, you know, I've written a lot of recs and letters this summer and some people say, oh, the girls don't even read that. It's just more of a formality of something that you 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 need to do is to have that rec and the, the letter to and the photos and everything to go in. But how closely do the girls on your side look at all that information? Well, I haven't been through that side yet. I'm going to start that. I know. We're going to talk about that this time next year. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Get your perspective. Listen in. (laughs) Um, But it's definitely also, I mean, girls from Highland Park, girls know you at Texas, especially. And like, if you have, if you know, like one person, like they'll say, like, you can trust that your older friend will be like, oh my gosh, this is. Samantha, she's so cute. She does this, this, and this in high school. She's awesome. And so there should be peace in knowing that um, older girls are telling their friends like the positives about you and right. want to look forward about meeting you during Rush. 
Well, it's really important to have an insider pulling for you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. It, it, that just really increases your chances mm-hmm. of, of people getting to know you. It's almost like a right. like you're a politician and you have somebody on the inside that's, right. that's like marketing you. Right. Right? Abs- yeah, it really Absolutely. is. It's really important it to have that. So mm-hmm. you do need to be kind of working it and getting mm-hmm. to know everyone, whether it's yeah. on Instagram or right. in person. And I'm glad you brought up Instagram because also this summer is a good chance to have like clean up your Instagram is basically... <laughs> The easiest way to say it, um, I know girls from other schools who have gotten like cut from certain sororities because they had some risky things on their Instagram. So just make sure there's nothing too crazy. So out there. I've heard no red cups, no bikinis, mm-hmm. anything else. Um, I think you covered it. Really, <laughs> yeah. You can use your imagination, right? Use your best judgment, <laughs> right? Clean up that Instagram. <laughs> what if you have a daughter that doesn't post very much on Instagram? I would say, I mean, it's only going to help you. If you're active on Instagram, then it's another chance for the sororities to see who you are, what you're doing this summer. That could be potential conversation starters for Rush. Like we talked about earlier. Right. And also, um, I was so, I never knew if I was supposed to, as a P&M over the summer, last summer, I never knew if I was supposed to follow the sorority accounts on um, Instagram. And so... The rule that I kind of went by was like either follow every sorority or oh, no sorority sure. that makes and just kind of definitely look at the social medias to see kind of like who the girls are, what their vibe is. But um, bad idea to just follow one sorority or yeah, two sororities or three sororities. Makes sense. Well, along those lines, I've kind of peeked on some of the stories just to see what mm-hmm. it's like now. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. They're like yeah. supermodels <laughs> and they're in bikinis and right. they're like on boats and they just look so gorgeous. Like I almost find that kind of intimidating. Right. You have to keep in mind along with the social media that just because like a sorority's social media says this, like it, you just have to be careful of what's real and what's not because there's definitely like it's definitely sometimes it can be a front or some you just have to that's why rush is so important going in with a clear mindset right because you never know like what reality is and what's not sure sure well what are some of your final points just to to wrap things up and what what do you want to leave mm-hmm. the listeners with mm-hmm. so my first final point is that most stress during rush comes from the girls in your dorm talking about oh it oh my gosh the chitter chatter right it can be <laughs> so much So just listen to your own heart and try to just drown out the noise and like group girls like to make group chats during rush week or during those first few weeks. So just drown that out and just truly go with your gut. Well, it's almost like an athlete like you see at the Olympics. They're sitting in the corner by themselves with their earphones on listening to their music. Right. Just trying to drown out the world. Absolutely. You almost need to figure out your own version of that. Absolutely. And along with that, no one knows you better than your mom. And so sometimes when it's when you want to isolate yourself and have your own thoughts, like it was nice um, during rush to just talk to my mom and be like, okay, like I don't really, I just want to debrief this and just your mom's like there to help you. Um, But at the end of the day is your own decision. Um, I mean, whenever our moms rushed, it was rush is so different than it was now than it was 10, 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. So yeah, that was, well, you need, you need to be really careful about, talking 
with among the girls saying, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, I love Kappa the best because that could potentially get back somehow. Right. right. So you need to be real careful about mentioning right. specifics. Also, freshman year, you're assigned rooms. And I promise you, you will be best friends with the girls you live around. So and the girls who live closest to you, no matter what. So when you're choosing your sorority, do it based off the girls you like truly respect and want to model yourself after and have the same values as you. Because if you're worried about going what um, I have to go, what my roommate goes or I have to go with what the girls across the hall go, you're going to be best friends with everyone who lives around you, no matter what. Right, right. Which is a good thing to keep in mind. So we all know that UT is a very popular school in the Park Cities. A Mm -hmm. lot of people want to go there. Not everyone gets in the traditional way. A lot of people Mm -hmm. go the route of ACC, Austin Community College. Mm -hmm. And I know that's a completely different experience for those girls that do that. Just so you guys know, boys can pledge fraternities. Girls cannot (laughs) pledge sororities until they are officially into UT, which I have got to figure out why that is the case. And I'm going to get to the bottom of that. But Chloe, tell me what you know about Mm -hmm. the girls that are doing the ACC route as far as rush goes. Absolutely. So for the girls going ACC, some of my best friends went the ACC route and just do not fret. Like for one, my advice would be to appeal as many times as possible this summer. My sweet mate actually got into Texas the day before rush started. When you told me that, that gave me so much anxiety. Can you imagine? No. But (laughs) every girl was like, became like her like superhero. Like we were like, okay, let's get you this dress and this dress and it all worked out. But anyways, for the girls who are in ACC, do not worry for all of the, if you're scared about being left out, I would say erase that fear from your head because all of your friends, all all of our date parties, like we would invite ACC girls as our date to oh, come to our so nice. formals and semi-formals. And, um, and you still get like on the wall, on your dorm, on your door going into your dorm. It's a big thing at Texas where you put your letters like on your uh-huh, door sure. and we make like river bat letters <laughs> for our ACC friends. River, river bat is the mascot for ACC. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's honestly cuter because it's a cute little bat instead oh, of like hilarious. But um, yeah, do not fret at all. And also if you're rushing as a sophomore, sororities have a certain amount of allotted slots for sophomores. So do not stress about that either. Yeah, I think many years ago that wasn't the case, but uh, now it's kind of changed. And Mm -hmm. I think that's wonderful because not everyone can go through freshman year. Mm -hmm. Well, good. Yeah, thank you for sharing all this information. It's so great. And again, she has put together a really amazing blog that I will post a link in the show notes and you guys can take a look at. And be sure and share this episode with your friends and anyone who can benefit from this information because Chloe has shared a lot of wonderful insights, information that we're all not privy to. And now we are. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. That's been another episode of The Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson, and we'll catch you next time. 